Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 29th of April 2022, including Stars Play's Watergate drama Gaslit, starring Julia Roberts and Sean Penn, and Apple TV's eerie crime thriller Shining Girls, starring Elizabeth Moss. Yes, we will be, and we'll also be looking at the British take on hit French comedy Call My Agent and saying a fond farewell to your favourite, Ian, Netflix's oh, yes. family drama, Ozark. But first, Ian, what is in the news? Gemma Arterton will star in Now TV's six-part comedy drama Funny Girl as a 1960s Blackpool beauty queen who moves down to London to make her name in show business. What else is in the news, Hannah? Rob Lowe will team up with his son, John Owen, to star in and co-create Unstable, which is a new Netflix comedy series about a shy young man who goes to work alongside his very extrovert father. As you'll have gathered from the intro, we've got a pretty stellar lineup this week and a nice selection of offerings for you. We're going to start on Stars Play. Now, this actually arrived on... Sunday the 24th. It's a new drama series. It's called Gaslit. And here's a clip. Should the Nixon administration be afraid of you? Well, I think you know the answer to that. Mitchell. I've had some disturbing news, sir. Operation Watergate. Uh, security guards busted wide open. The next 48 hours are going to be crucial. I don't know how to put this at... We're wondering about your wife. So, Hannah, I'm sure you've seen the famous Hollywood movie All the President's Men, which was about the Watergate scandal, the uh, the wiretapping scandal that brought down President Nixon. And, of course, that attributes much of the credits to two journalists who are working for The Washington Post. In this retelling of the story, we are concentrating on Martha Mitchell. And, in fact, when... Nixon was interviewed by David Frost. He said, if it hadn't been for Martha, there'd have been no Watergate. So let me set the scene for you. It's an eight-parter. And as I said, it centers on Martha, who is played by Julia Roberts. She's great in this role, actually. It's a really, she's a really big character. She she appears on TV a lot. She goes, she, she gives newspaper and magazine interviews. She's kind of known as the mouth from the South. Much to the embarrassment of her husband who is the DA to President Nixon. Her husband is played by Sean Penn but I think it's unlikely that you would recognise him straight away because he's wearing quite a lot of prosthetics. He, he just looks totally different but again he they've got a lovely dynamic in their role because I mean they're clearly in love but but she infuriates him and also she kind of sets off alarm bells for the establishment and the administration because she thinks she's a bit of a loose cannon. She realises when the Watergate scandal breaks that one of the burglars who broke into the Democratic HQ is a bodyguard who works for her husband. So she puts two and two together, but then the story unfolds in, in quite a depressing way. She's kind of discredited as an alcoholic. They try to say that she's lost her mind. People won't believe her story, but of course 
she was right. This is a really great character role for Julia Roberts. I mean, I remember back in the day, she was she was she was great as Erin Brockovich, wasn't she? Um, another real life role here. I think she's great in this. She's got a very good wig. <laughs> she's got some wicked outfits. It also features Dan Stevens of Downton Abbey fame. He's got quite a big role as a White House staffer who is charged with setting up this. This it's basically a spying campaign against the Democrats, and he sort of has a crisis of conscience over it. And there's a there's quite a crazy character, an ex FBI agent who is recruited to do the the bugging of the Watergate building, and he he's quite an amusing character. I've only watched episode one. I really liked it. Uh, great period political thriller with a really strong female role. What did you think of this one, Hannah? Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm a huge fan of Julia Roberts um, in itself. And, and, and the fact, you know, we, you mentioned Erin Brockovich, those kind of real um, characters that she plays. She's so strong and she's she can play quite different parts, I think, Julia Roberts. I love the kind of mouth from the south. I mean, she really is. The wigs, as you say, and the outfits are quite amazing. But I think the whole story is good because when she was sent the script, she freely admits that she didn't know anything about Martha. And I think to a degree, this whole story has been told in lots of different ways previously, but never focused on this one person who was actually really quite key. So apart from anything and a sterling performance by by Julia Roberts. I think the whole story is very interesting. So yeah, really, really good. Okay, well, over on Apple TV, featuring another stellar actress, Elizabeth Moss, you're going to tell us about a new series called Shining Girls. Memories are fragile. I want us to sketch out the right man. We just need enough details for someone who knows him. It won't work. No one knows him. I heard this morning. City workers found a body from a young woman called Julia. Six years ago, I was cut up like her. So as you say, it's on Apple TV Plus. And Apple TV Plus does have quite good form for producing um, some quite creepy shows now and they're very very well done with a lot of money um backing them and you can really really tell i think so as you mentioned elizabeth moss is in this and um i think she's in grave danger of being typecast because she she has a you know a very intense role every time she 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 takes one of these parts and this is no absolutely no different um because of course she was in hands handmaid's tale which i still struggle to watch i find it's i keep trying but it, it just gives me absolute nightmares so this is an eight part crime series and it's set um in the early 90s and um she plays the part of an archivist who's desperate to be um a journalist that's her kind of the thing that she really wants to be um and she lives with um her rock singer mother rachel who's played by amy brenneman and um her wants to be a journalist was completely derailed because of a vicious assault um some years back but she's planning to move to florida but there's a discovery of a woman's mutilated body in the city's underground. And that's when the alarm bells start going. And it's very reminiscent of the ordeal that she'd suffered several years earlier. Um, and this is 
where she you know she's there that they, they, they talk about if you want to be a journalist you know this is your story this is what you need to, you need to tell this story but she nobody really knows who did attack her and uh the supernatural powers perhaps of the person or the thing that did attack her is is plays a huge part in this it is really quite creepy there's a lot of those scenes where you know when you scream at the telly and you're like don't walk down that dark corridor why are you going alone you fool there's a lot of that you know going to, sort of on the back street rather than the main street when you feel like someone's watching you why do you do that but of course it just adds to the kind of the fear and the, the thrilling perspective of this the music's very good and pacey makes your heart race um it's just got Apple TV Plus all you know all over it because it is just a such a big production. Um, yeah, it's good, but don't watch it just before you go to bed. What did you think, Ian? I mean, how much great stuff has Elizabeth Moss done since she was so terrific in Mad Men? I did like this. I mean, at, at first sight, you might think, okay, another sort of serial killer crime thriller. It's been done a lot, but this is different. So we start off with that rather familiar thing, the flashback to childhood trauma. And we see this little girl being approached by a clearly quite predatory man, played by Jamie Bell, who's really been cast against type here. And um, it's really creepy. He, he catches a bee and pulls the wings off the bee, which is like a sure sign of a kind of psychopath, isn't it? Isn't it? I always think that. Mm. If a child does that, and that comes back. There's a callback to that later in the episode, which is great. So I love the character that she's playing in this because, I mean, she was in The Invisible Man. This character is virtually invisible. She's an archivist. She goes around with her headphones on. She wouldn't say boo to a goose. She always keeps her eyes down. But what's what's the little twist that you alluded to, Hannah, is this slight supernatural element because, for instance... She's at home in her apartment. One day a cat comes in, so she writes down, I have a cat called X. And the next day a dog comes in and she writes down, crosses out the cat. She says, no, no, I've got a dog. And you think, well, what's going on here? Are these kind of like apparitions or spirits? Um, so it's really nicely set up. And then it's got a solid crime story as well with one of the journalists at the place that she works is is invest investigating this this death in a tunnel under the city of Chicago, which which bears a similarity to previous cases, including her own case when she was assaulted. So the police are saying to her, you know, is this the guy, the suspect? Is he the guy? And she just doesn't know. So, yeah, I think it's um she just chooses her projects very well. And she's chosen another good one here. Well, it's time, Hannah, for us to bid a fond farewell to one of my all-time favourite shows on Netflix. It's the final half of the final season of Ozark. I'm just sick of having blood on my hands, Wendy. It doesn't bother you? You're so desperate to be the good guy. She's lost her whole family because she met us. Why do you choose everyone else over your family? So here we are. It's series four, part two. You have another seven episodes to enjoy. This was the show, really, that I feel it kind of filled a Breaking Bad-sized hole in everyone's binge-watching because it's got a 
similar premise in that it's a sort of pretty straight family man played by Jason Bateman. He's kind of like an accountant slash investment guy. And for various reasons, he has to leave town with his family, set up in this place called the Ozarks, this sort of lakeside resort, it's a bit run down, and, and buy lots of businesses to launder mob money with his family. So it's a great, it's been a great series. They've got involved in all sorts of shenanigans, my goodness. But what's interesting is that Jason Bateman's character has pretty much stayed the same throughout the whole show in that he still kind of looks and sounds and acts like a sort of higher level accountant. Whereas, this, well, there's a couple of standouts in this show, I think everyone would agree. Laura Linney as his wife, Wendy, who has been transformed by this this experience of the criminal life and has, has become an incredibly powerful figure, formidable. And the terrific Julia Garner, who went on to um, star in Inventing Anna, that great real-life drama series, she has been absolutely superb as Ruth, um, the local girl who, well, anyone who hooks up with the birds ends up regressing it, and she certainly did. And it's all coming to a head now. The idea was that they'd be able to get out somehow of their connection with the mob and go back to a normal life. But then there are people who are out for revenge, including Ruth. Will they stay together even as a couple? So this has been a great series. I've absolutely loved it. If you're looking for something to binge watch and you enjoyed Breaking Bad, I would recommend this because it's got the criminal side and it's got the family dynamics. It's got lots of fascinating characters. Will you be sad to say farewell to Ozark, Hannah? I will be. I do like anything with a Mexican cartel, frankly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does fill the Breaking Bad hole. I would agree, and it is quite. It is just so edgy, and um, I think it's a shame. Well, it ha- all good things have to come to an end. Okay. Well, we're going to finish off with something a little bit more light-hearted, uh, which you're going to talk about. It's on Amazon Prime Video. And it's a new series called 10%. Obviously, this is a talent agency. Hello, Nettinger Hart. You never know who's going to show up unannounced. I've got Helena Bonham-Carter here in reception. I just say hello to my favourite client. Well, what happened to Jude Law die? This is, this is really, really fun. This is right up my street, which you, you'll know, Ian. Um, so you'll remember the comedy series which became a massive hit um call my agent which was on netflix and it kind of portrayed the lives of a group of uh, parisian um talent agents and and kind of i suppose i mean i don't know what you think in but like in terms of my life i work a lot with agents so this just this just makes me laugh because it's kind of it, obviously it's not real but it's a, a kind of an idea of behind the curtain what's really going on and and call my agent you know it it, it won lots of awards um including uh, a nomination for um this year's bafta tv awards so you know it was, it was a big deal now it's coming in a remake to the uk via prime video and it's called 10% and the idea behind that is that you know actors fees they take 10% the agent takes 10% of that so that's sort of where the idea comes from and um, it's it's based inside this fictional London agency Nightingale Heart and there's some there's a real stellar cast here um, Jack Davenport, Maggie Steed, Lydia Leonard and we've also um, also got Helena 
Bonham Carter who, who comes in this. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, so it sort of makes you think you're inside this obviously not real talent agency, but the talent is real because they are real talents. It kind of plays with your mind a bit. And you, and you, and you sort of see um, the friction, the upset, the craziness, at times the chaos of what really goes on behind the scenes. So it is, it is quite fun. It is a bit of a laugh. I wonder what talent agents actually think when they watch this whether there are some real similarities to their own agencies or not. But it just, it's just, it is very, very funny. Um, but yeah, it, it made me chuckle. What did you think, Ian? Yeah, I really liked it because I did, I think I did have a look at one episode of the French series, Call My Agent, and it didn't particularly grab me at the time. Um, but this is great. I mean, it's lovely to see Jack Davenport in a in a comedy role because I remember him from way back when in that series Coupling, which is a really good sitcom, and he's just a great comic actor. And this has got double appeal. So it's adapted by John Morton, who wrote W One A, and it's absolutely got that feel of, of Twenty Twelve and W One A. It, it, it's very similar. The kind of dialogue and the setup. It's kind of the these people working at the agency, some of whom are, haven't got a clue what they're doing, and it's all out of control. But it's also got, as you said, these real-life stars, Helena Bonham Carter, Dominic West, and in episode one, you've got Kelly McDonald appearing on um, the Lorraine Kelly show. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought it was um, I thought it was terrific. I really liked it. It's, it's a really good re- remake of, of that series. And, um, yeah, bring it on, I say. Now, we've got to that time, Hannah, where you reveal what you've been binging on. So, uh yeah, what's been happening this week? Well, I watched something we talked about a couple of weeks ago, um, A League of Their Own, the road trip Dover to Dingle. Just just so much fun. It was I, I, it really had me laughing. I mean, I, I think you can watch these things over and over again. So uh, I, had good, I had a good binge, as I always do on League of Their Own. They, they, always, they always make me chuckle. How about you? Well, I've been staying with my mum and dad, and we have been uh, getting through Downton Abbey from the very beginning, which... I only I only dipped into when it was originally shown, and I am enjoying it. I mean, it's got such an incredible cast, hasn't it? But my goodness, a lot of bad things happen. It's quite depressing. <laughs> it's just one tragedy <laughs> after another. But yeah, so that's what I've been watching. Um, we've just got time to look ahead to what we're going to be talking about next week. So what's on the agenda, Brenda? The very brilliant Amelia Fox um, will be a British spy hunting a killer at an Umbrian wedding in Acorn TV crime drama, Signora Volpe. Si, si. Was it Volpe? Maybe. Maybe maybe I should pronounce that correctly. Okay. And Britbox's warm-hearted Irish comedy drama, Dry, stars the fool's Rasheen Gallagher as a recovering alcoholic. So we look forward to those and more. But in the meantime... Mm-hmm. 